Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside to get your 30-day free trial. And it's a great handy little app, especially if you don't like to read but don't want to be stupid. Just have someone read these books to you. And that's audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside for your 30-day free trial to hear books instead of read them. Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. I know. That's what I thought the song was. But that's the name of the other podcast. You're listening to Mrs. Bright. Brightside. It's like mm-hmm. uh, the opposite of the Dead Inside one. I know. And it makes sense that I'm a Libra. You oh, know. my ex is a Libra. Yeah, I'm balanced. I'm dead inside, but I can also be Mrs. Brightside. Do you know Libra guys? No. They're the worst. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Sorry. Oh, is it recording? Yeah, it is. Um, I'm your host, <laughs> Lucretia Lyon. <laughs> and you're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And as you can tell, we're on THC. <laughs> Wait, CP Captain? Uh, CBT is Cognitive CBT Behavioral, Behavioral Therapy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We have a master's. Yeah. Ooh. My dog's going to knock our waters on us as well as the mics here. Beautiful dog. But, yeah, I have comedian uh, Christine Little with me today. Hi. Oh. Happy to be here. Yeah. Your place is amazing. <laughs> it's like a museum. A uh, museum to, like, nerddom, Twin Peaks, uh, There's, like, collectibles. Oh. DC Marvel, like, it's just really clean. I'm a big old nerd. It's like, you, you put time in here. You're, yeah. you're a homebody. Yeah, Me I love too. my house. Yeah, you gotta get like really people. comfortable. You don't like people? Yeah. No. Yeah, people are unpredictable. Yeah. I know why you don't like people growing up. I know. Thank Growing you for that segue. <laughs> it's like you've done this before. Yeah. Um, you know why I don't like people is the same reason you probably don't either. We both grew up with fucked, fucked up, up families. families. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my family is pretty uh, fucked up. And should I elaborate? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. He's really what? hard to interview. I've heard that. Did you interview him? No, but a guy who taught me how to interview did. Like, what? Why like, was he difficult? Because he gives, like, one-word answers. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he's a horrible boyfriend. Yeah. How was your day? Good. Oh, okay, so. Yeah, I like guys that talk a lot. You do? Yeah. Because you don't like talking as much? Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, I don't like to talk about myself. I sound like Adam Carolla, but I kind of do. Like, you're like, I don't like talking, so I started two podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, oh, okay, so my parents divorced when I was four, and my dad got custody. What? I know. Okay, so here's another little tidbit. I am biracial. My mom is black. My dad's white. My dad is 12 years older than my mom. Oh. Yeah, a pattern that will be repeated later. And, um, I like old guys. You like old guys? Big time. Like a receding hairline here. Is this a dad thing? Oh, yeah, big time. Okay. Oh, I want to hear about this. Yeah. I, I'm not into the whole guy thing. So, yeah, my dad got custody. He said 
this is from my mom's perspective, so take it as you... They're not going to listen to this, but he said well, there's no... Well, my mom no, listens, so no, I can't say to them too Oh, bad. you can't? I told my mom she's not allowed to listen to my podcast. I was like, it's too blue. There's, you just can't listen to any of them. But, yeah, so the judge... Or my dad told my mom, like, no one's going to give custody to a black woman over a white guy, apparently. Oh, wow. And uh, this happened when I was like... Four. My dad moved to Missouri for a job, and my mom was supposed to transfer to move with him, and instead they got divorced. Hmm. Yeah, and he wound up getting custody. And then shortly after that, he met someone, uh, stepmom, which they never really married, but for just to make it easy, I'll call her my stepmom. And she has two kids, or no, no, I'm sorry. Two daughters and a son. And later find out that she's been doing drugs the whole time. It was like she's there was like this whole secret life going around that I wasn't aware of growing up until like I got older. If that makes sense. Yeah, and that I don't want to say must be nice, but I guess that because I knew see my parents were divorced when I was about four, too, because I remember my brother, who's two and a half years younger than me, doesn't really remember them being married, but I do. It was very brief, though. Um, yeah, and my dad's a wackadoodle. Um, but yeah, so my mom, like, took us and divorced him and everything, and my dad pretty well just always lived off of other people, like his parents and stuff, and he eventually uh, married again this crack whore. That's a nice way of putting and it. You, and how old were you when he married the crack whore? Um, I was probably about 11 or 12. So, like, definitely, so like, not a good age. Time. But your yeah. mom had custody. How yeah. often were you seeing your dad? Like, every other weekend, usually, yeah. and maybe for, like, a week or so in the summer. Yeah, same. Uh, every other weekend with my mom. Yeah. And then uh, mainly with my dad, which is where yeah. his crack whore came in. But it was, like, really back-to-back. So, growing up, you you know, there was just, like, this naiveness there on my part. I remember one of her nieces telling me that she did drugs, and I was like, I don't believe that. And then when things started missing when I was older, I realized it was being taken and brought back to the store for money or sold or whatever. Yeah, that's what would happen to our stuff, too. They would sell it for drugs uh, because she was a a meth head and a crackhead. You know what I like about that? You know the bright side of this? It's like living with a magician. Oh, yeah. You go in, you're like, I had a necklace, and now it's gone. Whoa. There's no (laughs) prestige. It doesn't return, though. Yeah. You just become a very paranoid adult, too. Like, all this crap already happened to you when you didn't pay for it. And so when you're older, you know not to let your junkie friends in your house. There's Mm, another bright side. That's true. You, well, honestly, I think, like, the old, I do a lot of self-help stuff. So, like, the older I get, the more I'm realizing how it affects me. Mm-hmm. I think I still do like people who do drugs and stuff. <laughs> One oh, of my good too, friends yeah. is an alcoholic. Um, but I'm starting to be like, oh, that's why. This is why I like emotionally unavailable guys. I'm very and attracted to broken people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like you want to repair that relationship that 
wasn't working yeah. as a kid. So that makes sense. But, you know, what else was fun about the bright side about this? Mm. What? What? Were you saying something? No. You, were, you, were you scratching your mouth? Yeah. I thought you were telling me to be quiet or something. No. <laughs> good, this is good pod here. But yeah, um, so the bright side of having crack wars for stepmoms, I mean, like, I didn't have to go to my dad's house uh, for a while when I was in middle school, so that was pretty cool. I I lived in it, so, oh, yeah. that, so the cool thing about this, I will say that being a teenager yeah. and having the house where anything goes is pretty cool. Yeah, like, that was the thing. My house was also the drug and drink house because my mom had to work all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what would happen is my dad... He would go to work around the time I was just getting out of school. Sometimes I would see him. Most of the time I wouldn't. And then by the time he got home from work, it would be late at night. So I was in bed, especially if he worked overtime. So who was there? The stepmom, her kids, or whatever. And it was like I drank. I Mm. smoked. I did, like... You know, kind of whatever. I still didn't want my dad to know, but it was easier because he wasn't around, really. Which is weird. It's like, why do you want custody if you're not even able to see yeah, exactly. your kids? Well, yeah, like, our mom was just basically, like, <laughs> she knew we were our father's children. So she said, I know you're going to experiment and do things. You know, just do it here so you oh, don't go to jail. And then it was like, okay, so, you know, you try, like, we drink and alcohol's fun, and then you try marijuana, and you're like, this is fun, so let's see what else is fun. And it's mm-hmm. East Texas, so there isn't anything else to do. So, um, you know, we were doing coke. I remember, like, <laughs> some of the funnier stories of us doing drugs were, um, my mom came in after work one day, and we're smoking cigarettes. Now, Full disclosure, our grandfather, her dad, like, died of emphysema. Ooh. So smoking cigarettes was just a no. Anything else, clearly fine. <laughs> you know so, what? Mm-hmm. You put, put that cigarette out before you snort, snort that line. Well, close I'm enough. Sure. It was my little... She's like, are you smoking a cigarette? My little brother goes, but there's Coke on it. Oh, so- <laughs> my gosh. Your mom's going to cringe when she hears that. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, this one, don't let the co-workers hear it, okay? Um, but yeah, that really did happen, and she just had to laugh. I mean, what are you going to say? Jeez Louise, yeah. And I remember when we stole my grandpa's car to buy crack. Dude, we have so much in common. Yeah. My friends, like, in junior high, we stole her mm-hmm. mom's car, but regularly. Yeah. And one time we actually got into an accident and made up this whole story. Oh, my God. About what happened. We're like, we went to the grocery store because we were hungry. Mm-hmm. You didn't have food. <laughs> yeah. That's so and funny. So, and we parked it and a car hit us and ran <laughs> off. So, yeah. Yeah, so what happened is it's not as bad as it actually sounds. Stealing your grandpa's Impala, you know, it would have fit in in the neighborhood, too. But it's How like, old were you? I was 17. So you were doing yeah. crack, too? Well, no, I just tried it once. Oh. Let's be clear, this is the only time we ever tried crack, because it's it's not that good, Ooh, people. Who's we? Uh, well, me, my brother, um, let's see, I think it was my boyfriend at the time, maybe? Or, and, and then um, uh, my brother's best friend. And then, so... 
my mom, they, when we really were going to buy weed, um, but we, my cousin like, no was out. No weed, but we've got crack. You're like, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, we wanted to do Primo, and we were like, oh, let's get some Coke, too. And then our cousin, who was our pot dealer, Austin, he was like, I don't really have all that. You'll have to go through my guy, Daniel. Like, And you can meet him over in the Walmart and the other side of town, the ghetto side of town. But, um, yeah, so we, my mom goes, well, if you're going to go buy weed, don't, your car has, like, a, a tail light out, because that's all she knew we were doing. Your car has a tail light out, just take your grandpa's car, because they were on vacation. So they weren't there. And so we take his car, but we put a tool CD in it. <laughs> so listen to on the way. So we get there, and he's like, you know, I don't really have coke. I just have this based up stuff. So we're like, crack? And so we're like, okay, I guess we'll take this crack. And so we go back to my grandparents' house, leave the car there. Like, no big deal. Although, and we smoked the crack. We're like, that was it. Not that interesting. What did it feel like? It was just kind of like quick coke. And you're like, well, I want that to last longer. I see why people keep doing it, but it's like, it's kind of a waste. That does sound pretty inefficient. Yeah. I was like, crack's no I big deal. I don't even know if I've actually seen, I think I may have seen crack, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Or I was in denial about it or something. Yeah. I never saw my stepmom do crack. Yeah. I saw, like, one time I ran an errand with her that wound up being an overnight errand. And she was in a motel room with her daughter. And oh, with her kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That she was, was the, she was strung out, too. Yeah, that was one of the saving graces is that Marcia never had children. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was like she crack had, horror. She had kids before she met my dad. So her oldest daughter was strung out as well. And they, she was like, I'll be back. And I sat in the car for literally hours waiting on her. And she was in the motel room. And finally, they let oh me up. They just go in the... They kept going in the bathroom. I'm like, what are they doing? And how old are you? I mean, I had to have been in junior high. Man. Because I could... I didn't go to school the next day because I was literally out all, all night, night yeah. on an errand. Why would you take me there? And then yeah. I saw them, like... They did all this, like, weird, like, stealing. Like... What the fuck? They went to the store... The daughter, she went to the store, and she, like, stole curtains, and she was wearing scrubs, and she's like, I just got off work, and she was, like, doing this whole act out or whatever, and she'd steal them and then return them for money, which is why places have, like, in-store credit policies instead of giving you cash. I would dumpster dive at Hastings, your entertainment booster Okay. Well, only because Hastings, your entertainment music store, they, um, would throw perfectly good stuff out in the dumpster probably because the employees were going to steal it so everybody knew that at least all the junkies well, I was really only a pothead at this time but wow. you know so me and my friends would go back there get the stuff and Walmart had a policy where they would just give you cash if it was like still in the package and as long as they sold oh. it so that was how we would get so cash you would, oh that's pretty creative yeah it's like I thought not you were, stealing it was in the dumpster I thought you were eating it no, that's gross. I actually heard, was it, oh yeah, on another podcast, get to the point they are like saving a saving money podcast. Yeah, that some of their their listeners have wacky saving tips, and one of them mm-hmm. was that they would take the a cheap burger into Disneyland mm-hmm. and like wrap it in the Disneyland wrapping paper and return it and say, "I need another burger." 
They would oh. dig through the trash to get the wrapper and wrap the, like, Jack in the Box burger. Oh, my God. the wrapper. <laughs> yeah. It's really what gross. the fuck? Yeah, well, you gotta save money. Yeah. Some places lock their dumpsters. Yeah, they do. It's weird. So. But, yeah. I know. I was pretty sad to find out last year that the Hastings and Tyler had gone out of business. It's like, oh, I don't the even memories. know what that is. Yeah, it, uh, basically, it was... Like, Blockbuster and Barnes & Noble put together. It oh, was, like, cool. a video rental, and then they sold books and CDs and, like, um, like magazines, comic books. Like, we would just hang out there. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was cool. I actually worked at Blockbuster. Really? Yeah. I got five free rentals a week. Awesome. Still know my Blockbuster number. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Because people are probably like, what's Blockbuster? Yeah, that does make me sad to know that my children won't know what it's like to go to a video rental store. There was something magical about it that. Really, like that was one place my mom would take us. Every, like every other weekend, yeah, we would go to a movie or we'd go to Blockbuster, and you'd go on the back wall and look at all the new releases and hope that you know they had the movie you wanted and it was in- available. And maybe you get some pizza, and it just had like a, a vibe about it you yeah know? that's one of the more positive memories I have about my dad and going over there was that was like the one thing we would do like that was nice is like go to the video store pick out a movie we'd all watch it with our half brother and like you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah so did he have wait so who was the half brother that's his son from a previous marriage like okay. from my mom Oh, that's hilarious. Speaking of fucked up, my mom, when then she first got together with my dad, they were apparently still married. My mom did not know. Ooh. So she did shoot at my mom. <gasps> um, <laughs> that's how you know she we're rednecks. And that's how you know that Thank she God. is from Texas. Yep. <laughs> she shot at her. Yep. Uh, driving... A while, drive-by. Yeah, while driving, they, and they were driving all the way to the police station with her shooting, but they were like, we don't want to get involved. Jeez. <laughs> There's like, you guys got to shoot this out yourselves. You know the rules. Yep. Man, that's crazy. I just still don't understand why women fight over my dad, but I guess it's because he looks like Steve Perry from Journey. I don't know who what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pull up a picture. I know, I'm going to vamp. Um, my dad, he, uh... He was married before. He was married to a lady that looked like Elvira. Really? My dad was in yeah. love with Elvira. Like, he had a stand of her in his house. I used to slut shame Elvira. Really? I, I love her. That. You know, USA, up all night. Do you remember that? Yes. Like, Elvira's kind of my hero. That's why so I do a horror stuff. I feel terrible that I did that. I mean, How I dare so- you? Well, I I, <laughs> I slut my, shame all the time. Me and my friends. So that's my dad, and then that's oh, the crack wow. whore. Hell no. And then I have a little Leaper shirt. I was such a you douche. Got, you, look like a, you look like a stoner in this picture, and you're like five. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like 12. Is that the half-brother? Yeah, that's my half-brother. Oh, he's kind of cute. He's fat now. Never mind. Well, my no little brother either. has the Matthew McConaughey body, like from Dallas Buyers Club. It's just hard to imagine. <laughs> I wish, you know, the crack mom, she's got bangs. Like, your dad's hair is longer than hers. Oh, yeah. His My dad's hair longer. is still like that. It's always been. 
What? Your dad's here still? Like yeah. That? And I'm like 12 in that picture, but I'm, I'm probably on like antipsychotics or something now. Yeah, why antipsychotics? Uh, that, that was before then. Like, uh, they misdiagnosed me as having like bipolar disorder. Oh my God. But really, I was just like super depressed. <laughs> They're like, yeah, she's got bipolar or your parents are divorced and your dad's married to a crack horse. So. Yeah. It's like, I was like, no, man. Like, I'm trying stuff and I'm like, I don't want anything. That's but this thing, was like, before back, then, so why do I look like I'm on drugs there? Back then, it's like mental hellness. Mental Mental hellness. Mental wellness? Health? Was yeah. it like a thing people like worried about? Oh, so this is another element to the, the yeah. fucked up family. So the son of the stepmom was undiagnosed bipolar schizophrenia. Oh, wow. And I, I mean, now in retrospect, I'm like, Oh, he wasn't just being weird. Yeah. Like, he had, like, a problem. And it wasn't even something that anyone, like, was like, we should get this checked out. It was just like, oh, we have to, like, mitigate his behavior. We're getting evicted from another place because of something what? he did. Yeah, we got That's evicted crazy. all the time. Yeah, we That's lost our house lives a in few a motel. times. <laughs> my dad lives in a motel because... He's gotten evicted so many times. My dad recently lived in a motel, but now he lives off the government because he had a heart attack. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I, I, you know, my dad first moved into a motel, I was, like, pretty, like, get out of the motel, dad. Because <laughs> it's, like... Yeah, his was so disgusting. It was, like, by DFW Airport, but on, like, the super ghetto side. Have you seen um, the Florida Project? No. It's so good. It what was one this? of the, like, Oscar contenders. It's, yeah. like, a... It looks like a documentary. Kind of. But it's, like, it takes place in this motel. And it's, like, kind of follows the kids around. And they're just, like, doing the craziest... It's so good. Like, it. that's... I really wanted to watch it again. But it kind of reminds me of a place... My dad would live because they're not, it's not a nice motel, it's really not. Yeah, like I watched like Hereditary that movie. Like, did you see it this year? It was one of like the best horror movies. Hereditary, this year. yeah, with Tony Collette and um, crap and crap, yeah, mm. who else was in it? Um, Gabriel Byrne, and yeah, it was, it was a really good movie, but like what basically, it's like, element? um. The, the horror element turned out to be kind of dumb, I'll be honest, um, because it, it was, like, demon possession in a way, but then it was also just, like, the hereditary me, aspect of, like, mental illness. It's more, like, scary because it's relatable. Like, that's why it's terrifying. Kind of like Lake Placid. I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> that's the big alligator movie. Uh, yeah. Which I, I'm from where there's swamps, so I'm like, oh. that terrifies me. And everyone really laughs that it terrifies me. Because of the alligators? Yep. That's a real threat, everyone. I'm terrified of tornadoes. That's why this Florida Project thing. I, see, it's funny. I grew up with tornadoes, so I don't give two shits. So did I. Yeah. Oh, I were yours that bad? I am terrified of them. It's funny. We almost died, apparently, one time, because, like, just a few years ago, I lived out here, but I was um, in Texas for Christmas, and we were just driving along, we're seeing cars pull over, we're like, what's going on? And then we get home, and we hear, like, several people died, like, just after where we passed. What? Like, they got swept up. Shoot. See? That's why tornadoes Whoa. are scary. What, you looking at it? No. I was looking at the Florida Project. It's yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, Willem Dafoe. He was great in it. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. He didn't even Dafoe. turn into the Green Goblin, which was disappointing. But... I know. I love Spider-Man. Do you? Which one, which installment do you like the best? I gotta say, like, I thought Homecoming was really good, but I will say the Sam Raimi ones, because my first date was Spider-Man 1, and I even brought, had to bring my little brother. With Toby? Funny. Yeah. And so, um, the other boy that I would see at the video store. <laughs> But, and then the second one is such a good movie, and I love Sam Raimi because he always puts Bruce Campbell, who clearly I love. There's lots of little figurines and stuffed animals of him in here. But, um, yeah, since he did Evil Dead. And three, a lot of people don't get it. I think if you watch it as a comedy, it's spot on. Is that the one where he's like, and the, the, he has the black suit too? And yeah. I actually liked it. See, I do too. Whenever <laughs> James Franco is like eating the pie, and he's like so good, like I laugh so hard every time. I don't remember that part, but I just liked how like mean he was in that scene. Yeah. Like he was out of control. I never even saw the Andrew Garfield ones because I loved I those either. too much. I was like, no, nope, these too don't. Soon. Yeah, I was it like, was too, too soon. soon. Didn't exist. It didn't. It didn't need to be done again. I hate when they keep redoing. Like how many. Like incredible hulks are there? It's just like they well, cause they keep trying to get work. it right. They're not, and working. that's why like Mark Ruffalo is the best. I mean, I didn't mind the Edward Norton one so much. Well, I know a lot of I'm an Edward it. Norton fan. Yeah, I love it, but I did not see that. Yeah, when I was a little girl, normal little girls had like Nick Carter and shit on their walls. See, this old man thing started early. Okay. I had. Ed Norton and David Duchovny. <laughs> Those were my wall wow. guys. Wow, David Duchovny. He just looks... He was so hot. He looks like a sex addict. I know yeah. he is one, but he, he looks like that. That was not nice of me to say. Sorry, David, if you're listening. How, so, what's like, with the old man thing? Wait, what? I was like, how is that insulting? You look like a sex addict. I a lot of them know. could be attractive. That's true, but I mean, David really judgmental of me. He's very nice. Is he? Mm-hmm. I met him once at a Malibu addict. juice bar. And this sounds like the beginning of a Californication episode. Unfortunately, that's not where it went. <laughs> I, I haven't met him. Yeah. You know what? I did meet my childhood crush, though. I did meet my, uh, like, biggest crush, Nathan who, Fillion, too. Who yeah. is that? TV's Castle. And Firefly, oh. you know, Captain Malcolm. See? Okay, I remember Castle. That guy? Yeah, I love him. Ever since he was Joey on One Life to Live. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got, yeah. Uh, yeah, they all kind of look alike too, huh? I liked, I had, a, as a kid, I had the biggest crush, hugest crush on Fred Savage. Oh my god, that's so cute. I, I loved him in The Grinder. Right. Oh, I, I Rob Lowe. Yeah. yeah. Did you, but did you watch any of those movies like the, the with the power glove? When we oh thought yeah. Power glove was gonna mm-hmm. be cool, and it wasn't. Yeah. And little monsters and like yeah, little monsters. And was awesome. Wonder Years. He he had this like vibe of like being pissed off, and I guess I liked that. I liked him. His little brother on Boy Meets World. <laughs> really? I was... He was too young for me. Yeah. He wasn't. He was. He didn't do it for me. But Fred. Yeah. He can get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's married, so he can't. But yeah. if he wasn't. I know. Yeah. I served him at the hotel that I used to work in. He was there serving. for the director. Yeah, I served him. I danced for him. Yeah. And I, I'm like, you got served. And he's like, can I have my check, please? <laughs> <laughs> he was there with his wife. Director's Guild Awards. Mm-hmm. So. You know, he directs Always Sunny. Yeah. Yeah. 
He directs quite a few things, I think. Yeah, yeah, a lot. It. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. I know he directed some of the Grinder episodes, I think. Grinder, that's so funny. I, name I love Rob Lowe. Do you? Yeah. Did you watch? Did you like him in Parks and Rec? Yes. I Chris Trigger. <laughs> so, what do your listeners like to listen to? What What are they What are they into? Well, uh, you know, a lot of these people came over from uh, like AfterBuzz listening to me, so they actually love the fact that I'm nerding out about. These people and things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you guys, I have a BA in psychology, Uh just in case you're wondering. You have a master's? Yep. Yeah. I know. Displaying my degrees on the wall. Beautiful. Prestigiously. In a folder somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where my degree is. I got a degree and then I was like, I'm going to do something else. Well, that was me. It's like, I even went to grad school, and when I was in grad school, like, I couldn't get, like, a regular job, because I kept going into job interviews, and I would be the only white person there. So, I was like, mm, I think that they were only calling me in because of my name. And then, so... What? Yeah. That it was like so weird. the opposite problem that most people have. Yeah. I guess it was during a time, I think, of affirmative action and things like that, so it's really weird. Really odd time. And then, um, so I could only get jobs with headshots. That's sort of how I got into the biz, is I was, I had to be a promo model. That was the only job I could get in Dallas. Oh. There and work at Equinox. Equinox. And, and then, um, met some people who always wanted to do comedy, and they're like, you do know you can just go to open mics in Dallas. And I was like, oh, yeah, there are comedy clubs. A, so that's have, how it happened. I heard they have a scene out there. Yeah, so it's a little one, but it's it's something. I've never been. I mean, I've been to El Paso for comedy. Yeah. but I know. It's so weird. I hear a lot of people say that, but El Paso sucks ass. <laughs> there's a there's a comedy <laughs> club there called the mm-hmm. Comedy Strip or something like uh, that. Yeah. So that's why people are going there. Yeah, because in um, Austin there's a scene, too. Austin's yeah. pretty cool. Like, I, I did some stuff there. Some comics from Texas, like Chase DeRusso. And, I don't know him. And that one hot guy that looks like a prince, but also like a douchebag. What's his name? <laughs> that one hot guy that looks like a prince, but also a douchebag. I yeah. don't know. Matthew Broussard. Oh. Look him up. You'll 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 agree with me. He knows it. He's he's pretty funny. Okay. For Would he be on guy. Facebook or is yeah, he? Yeah, like... he's very smart too. Why am I talking about this guy? I don't even know him that well. I don't know. Broussard. How? Do... Okay. Here. Museum. I'm like I can't spell. That's my weakness. It's a hard name. I can't spell. Yeah, he's we cute. Have, we have apps to do that. Yeah, like I don't need to know anything. Yeah, he's cute. And now, a word from our sponsors. If you have a career in the arts, wouldn't you rather be working on your craft than trying to build your own website? That's why RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. It's super easy and totally all-inclusive. When you book a role, have a show coming up, or get new headshots you want to put up on your website, You just send the info over and your website gets updated at no additional charge. Starting at just $99 a month, they take care of your hosting, domains, security certificates, and just about any update you want to make your site. Use code BRIGHTSIDE, that's one word, for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com. Affordable custom websites for artists so you can get back to getting booked. 
Oh, I also, I forgot to tell you this because we were talking about degrees. Uh-huh. When I worked at Blockbuster, one of my coworkers had a master's in psychology. Whoa. And she worked at Blockbuster. So these, you're telling me this has always been useless. I'm just saying you could get a job at Netflix. You could get a job at... I'm trying to get a job at Netflix. Are you? I'm trying to get a job just about anywhere. I went to Adam Carolla's live podcast at the Ice House on Wednesday and handed him my resume. You are a badass. (sighs) How did it go? Well, like, it was just kind of the meet and greet, so basically I had to hand him a resume and take a picture, but we'll see. I love that you did that. He's laughed at me on Twitter before, and... What did he say when you gave him the resume? He was like, oh, thank you. Like, because he always talks about no one ever asks for a job, so I was like, well, I am going to. I love that you did that. (laughs) Yeah. So what kind of job are you looking for? Uh, producer. Like, you know, I, ideally I would want to, like, you know, host, I mean, I do this, but... I'm one of those people that I don't need to be on the microphone or in front of the I camera. Do. Look at me, everyone. <laughs> Wait, why don't you? Well, if you guys are listening and you know of a producing job, something yeah. cool. Or a voiceover. I'm trying to get into voiceover, Let, too. A lot of people know. suggested it. Because I could do really good little boy voices. Let's hear it. I just sound like a little boy. Little boy. Hi, I'm a little boy. Hmm. That was fine. SpongeBob. I do voices Square all the pants. time with my kids. Or not yeah. my kids. I don't have kids, but a kid I work with who makes me talk. Yeah. Like the like Elmo and other little Elmo kids. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I used to work in the kids' club at Equinox, so I would babysit for like a lot of like the athletes of Dallas. Like <laughs> it was so oh, random. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like Mark Cuban's kids, the uh like, a lot of the hockey players' children. Hockey mm. players' children. That, that kind of sounds like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I wish. The hockey players' children. And they've, they've got, like, a hockey mask and yeah. like one of those sticks. And there's, like, smoke. Sounds like a porno oh. I would write. Oh, what? Sorry, I love hockey. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, sorry, I love porno. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not a big porn guy, but... I... You know, I don't watch it. It's funny it. to me. I don't watch yeah. it. I think it's personal. You know yeah. what people are doing and people think I'm weird for not watching it. I'm like, you think I'm weird because I don't watch people have sex. I don't, like, go out of my mm-hmm. way to get it. But if it was on, I would probably laugh. You know, just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm kind of a prude in that way. Yeah, my wallpaper is Alexander Skarsgård naked um, on a toilet. Let me see. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so proud of this. Skarsgård! Skarsgård! Oh, yeah, so the bright side of having a messed up family, uh, in summary, is that you become a comedian. Yeah. Let me see. I want to see if I know who this is. The dude from True Blood. Oh. Yeah. The hot blonde vampire. So he's on a toilet in the middle of Antarctica. Yeah. He's in Antarctica. Yeah. Huh. It's an interesting choice. You know who I think is? Yeah, he was there with Prince Harry, apparently, for some rice thing. Rice? Yeah, rice. Okay, you're you're not gonna elaborate, just rice. Yeah, I don't, some sort of race. I don't oh, know, the dogs. Rice or, or, ro- race or rice? Race. Okay, I thought you were saying rice this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, like the San Francisco treat? Rice-a-roni? Mm, 
Yummy. No. Oh, my God. I, uh, I'm white trash, man. Can I tell you who I love? Oh, no. speaking of which, growing up, my stepmom used to always make hamburger helper. And I oh, my God. Hated oh, my God. Yeah, that stupid cunt would do that, too. Hamburger helper. <laughs> I get it really was nasty. so gross. Everything else was fine. I um, never knew Hamburger Helper existed other than the commercials until she would make it. And I'm like, wait, what the it fuck? It wasn't good. Sorry, no. Hamburger Helper. But you need a little bit uh, more help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, so who I think is cute. I'm really, I love X-Men. Yeah. The first class. The guy that plays Magneto. Oh, my God. Um, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Yeah, he's super hot. I just put him on my As Magneto, board. man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good-looking fella. Actually, the other the guy that played Professor X, yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah, he was cute too. You know who I think is super hot? The Allstate guy, Mayhem. Like the actor's name is Dean Winters. The guy that's like, you're an Allstate kid. Uh, no, the one that's like, hi, I'm Mayhem, and he's always like fucking stuff up. Or I'll show you. Oh, the funny ones. Yeah, the funny ones. I, think I, I don't remember what he looks like, so he probably isn't that cute. But He's super hot. Those, those commercials are funny. Yeah. Wait, is he an older guy? Of course. You are so sick. Um, yeah, he looks like he's mean. Yeah, but, like, he's funny. Like, um... Well, then it balances it out. Yeah. He played Dennis Leary's brother. I can uh, totally Rescue. see that. Yeah, they do look alike. Cause... They just have a similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that look. That little receding hair. Like, Timothy Oliphant. So That's someone else I think is hot. The, I don't know who that is. Um, Justified. Did you ever watch that Western show on FX? I'm pretty sure you've seen every oh, show. Yeah. yeah, I watch a lot of TV. And you've probably seen every show I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, Did you watch Glow? No, but okay. Santa Clarita Diet. Have you seen that? No. It's on Netflix. It's the Drew Barrymore zombie thing. No? Is well, it good? Yeah, because he's her husband and he's super hot. <laughs> like, because I love him in Scream 3. Is that a good killer. movie? It's a good show. It's like a Scream show. Scream 3, he was the killer. He I was Scream 2. Scream like, 2. Yeah. Scream 3 was Scott Foley. That guy. Super hot. Let me see this one. Oliphant. It's like, yeah. oh, he's a four. <laughs> he's a four? <laughs> okay, who you like? <laughs> I told you. That one dude. Yeah, who Michael Fassbender. Do, who else do I like? I always That's always such a tough question for me. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant was someone a four. Everyone who, always shits on him. Someone who's unavailable, like. which yeah. leads back to my, my family. Thing. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Actually, I don't like yeah. it. My subconscious does. It's not really my thing. It's just like, I think I am attracted to men like that because they're the opposite of my father. Oh. Yeah, because, like, they were receding hair versus, like, the gross long hair. Oh, and, my oh. gosh, that's so funny. And then they're, like, providery, not, like... Is your dad immature? Yeah. Okay, so these guys seem like men-men, like... Yeah, but I do like immaturity to an extent, too, because... I have a feeling that you might yeah. like immaturity in the sense of, like, having interests of yeah. like that, but, but not actually an immature person. Exactly. Because there's a distinction. It's like, you can have toys in your apartment, I do too, but you need to have a job. <laughs> you need to have a job to buy those toys. Yep. I tend to go for, um, you know, just una unavailable, just... I, I I mean I'm getting better about it, but just like pining over guys for like a long time that don't seem to reciprocate or have to feel like I have to earn their 
affection. Yeah, you know? I kind of have that too. Love feels better when it's earned. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it should be a bumper sticker. Love feels better when it's earned. <laughs> Don't rape. Don't <laughs> rape. That was where I thought that message was going. I I did not see that. That was like. Mm-hmm. It's it's always a good message though. Don't rape. Nah, I wouldn't. I I don't. Yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, I like that upside down Nike swoosh. (laughs) Do you have like segments of this podcast? No. Okay. Yeah, that's Uh, the thing is we just talk about the bright side of stuff, but... um, But does it usually go off topic like this? All the time. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. I'm like, yeah. All right. That's what usually happens with me. Um, Yeah, feel free. Off topic is best. Like, um... Right side of... Yeah. I know we talked about being medicated. I really wish that... CBD had existed when I was growing up for, I don't you know, know if it works. Well, I know that hemp.com, uh, their stuff works. Yeah, like they sent me some tinctures and uh, some balm. I love this balm, rubbing it on my legs. Oh, does it <laughs> Every like, help pain? Yeah, it's pain. And then, you know, like the tincture you can put in your tea and it just sort of makes you feel good. Hmm. There's all I sorts of I just feel like things. I've done it and it just feels yeah. like nothing. I'm like, I could yeah. have done it or could have not, and I don't know the difference. Well, you could try at hchimp.com uh, slash Mrs. Brightside. Oh! Yeah, you can get um, 20% off, and then um, you get free shipping if you spend over $49. Wow. Well, I'm not going to do that. But I, <sighs> if I do, yeah. it would be... It that, would, yeah. Yeah. It's good Thank stuff. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. They've got a breast spray, too. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's fun. To make your breast smell like weed? No. Yeah, it's CBD is not so... thinking you smoke weed, but you did <laughs> Try our breath. I know CBD is not yeah. the same, but... It does for, taste good. To be fun. It tastes good. The breast spray? Yeah, the breast spray. It's like Banaka. Do you have some? Yeah, like in my backpack in the other room. Oh. Damn. I should get up and get that. No, but it's fine. I don't... No. Oh, oh, my Laura Palmer. Laura Palmer. Um, it's Twin Peaks. I have little oh. Twin Peaks pops on you know, my desk. I tried to watch Twin Peaks once, and uh, you know, I see why you like it. It was very red and black. Yeah. And it, I think it tripped me out, and I was like, I gotta turn this off. Yeah, it's one of those shows that you have to have done drugs to appreciate. I think. And, like, you have to be a weird person. Like, I'm pretty weird. Like, I drink absinthe and do weird shit like that. And I'm like, this is my sort of thing. But that's why last week was the bright side of David Lynch. Because I do understand that it's an acquired taste. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I tend to like really lighthearted stuff. So I don't yeah, get stressed. I like this stuff. And then I like um, super just comic. Like, I love Archer. Um, yeah, like, it's a cartoon, it. like, Family Guy, American Dad. Yeah. It's weird, like, my taste is very much, like, I like the superhero stuff, and I like soap operas. The soap opera stuff, that, throw, that throws me. You know what is good that's, like, modeled after soap, a telenovela? It's Jane the Virgin. Really? Yeah, like, it's I... It's pretty fun. It's not my sort of thing, but Have I do see the value. Yeah. You don't um, like it? Yeah. So I, many twists and turns. 
I love Devious Mates. Like, that oh, one I really got that. behind. Because it was the same guy who did Desperate Housewives, which I loved. I liked Desperate yeah. Housewives. Wait, so even Longoria wasn't in... In the Desperate Mates. Oh, Devious Mates. No, she she was a producer on it. Okay. And then she guest starred, like, as herself before or something, but... She also uh, was on Jane the Virgin. Yeah. She had a little guest star. Because she did a little show called Telenovela, which was kind of cute, that was kind of the same thing. Oh, I saw some of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. With her ex I love Zachary Levi, and he was in that. You know, I, I gotta look up people. Yeah. I gotta be better about that. He was Chuck. That's a good lighthearted show. Chuck? Yeah. I uh, was just wondering about that show. Yeah, I have all the DVDs. Actually. Yeah, he's Shazam now on DC. <laughs> and oh, I, so he's still, like, doing... Yeah, like, um, he's got the big, you know, big movie coming out, being Shazam. Shazam the phone app? Uh, no. He's, he, but his superpower <laughs> is to guess every song. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, he, how does this possibly help us? No, he <laughs> um, is going to be, you know, Shazam was been known under different names, but like he was Captain Marvel and it's Shazam. It's a whole shebang, but basically, it's a little kid who gets um, it says Shazam and becomes this superhero, like because he was chosen because he was pure of heart, and that's why. Shazam! Like, if you watch Chuck, Zach's a perfect choice, and like at Comic Con this year. I snuck up to the VIP area at his party to dance with him. Did you give him your resume? No. Actually, I think I hung out with him once. Yeah, I met him another time before at Hollywood Game Night. Yeah. It was like at a, it was before I started doing comedy, but I I was actually at the comedy store with another friend, and then I ran into my headshot photographer who was like really good friends with him. And then this guy that was on Avatar, and then we wound up, like, getting in their limo and, like, going to this mm. bar. And he this was when Chuck was out, so he was, like, oh, really, really big. Yeah. yeah. I love that Chuck. Yeah. Oh, that's a show I like to watch with my mom. Like, we like that one. And then um, Psych. I got to interview the cast of Psych, Psych. last year at Comic-Con. That was fun. Is that still on? No, they did a movie, though. And Zachary oh. Levi was in it, but he was, like, one of the few that couldn't come, like, to the oh. Comic-Con thing, but... Do you watch Black Mirror? No, but I want oh to. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's the same thing. Yeah. Wanting to and watching. Yeah. Actually, Black Mirror is one yeah. of my favorites. It's yeah, I so hear it's good. good. Please watch it. I think you'd like it. Because there is, like, a dark element to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I hear it's, like, but I want to see that USS McAllister episode because I love Jimmy Simpson, who's in Oh, there. that's a really yeah. fun, ep- that's the last season, that's a really fun, messed up episode. Yeah. It's got some elements of humor in it, too, which I like. My favorite one was Hang the DJ. Oh, that's hilarious, because that's what my dad did for a living. He was a DJ. I thought you were going to say he hung DJs. <laughs> I wish. He was a hung DJ, according <laughs> to the I was like, I hate that I know that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now you get it. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Lucretia's dad is hung. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, he was a DJ, mostly at strip clubs, uh, but on the radio some... Like, uh, he owned his own business doing parties. And uh, are you a football fan? No. You wouldn't know who Johnny Football is then? No. It sounds like a made-up name. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like someone you would, like a, sar- like a sarcastic name you would call someone. Like, oh, Johnny Football over here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so funny. That's what I think of. Well, like, yeah, his name was Johnny Manziel. And he was like, and so he basically 
His family was a Lebanese mafia in our hometown, and my dad would DJ their parties, and they pay him in coke. But, Um, yeah, it was kind of funny to see him make it in the NFL and not last very long because he was such a partier. And it's like, yeah, I know, it's family trade. You're out with my dad. That's what happens. Well, it seems like you're kind of following in your dad's footsteps. I know, that's the ironic part (laughs) now, is that podcasting is very similar to radio. Hmm. You know what? Now I want to give my resume to someone like that. Like, just give my resume unexpectedly. It's like, here you go. Hire me. Yeah, I thought it was pretty ballsy. I thought that was pretty cool. No, it's just because... I had a friend do that. Another friend do that once when it was like... John Bon Jovi or someone famous. Dude, singer. I swear to God, I saw John Bon Jovi the other day. My mom like keeps arguing with me because she was on the phone, and I'm like, and I was like, I did the fucking yell. I went, ah! and he turned around. So, I think anyone and, would turn around if they heard that. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> was across the street. It was funny. I saw Neil. Um, what's his name? Neil Diamond. No, he's a comedian. I can't just, not Neil, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Oh, oh yeah. I Actually, I saw Neil Brennan and Kevin Nealon Oh, yeah, yesterday. I used to do Neil, sound for Neil Brennan's Sunday show at Westside. Oh, really? Yeah. He's very funny. But I uh, like him. I was at the improv last night, and I saw Kevin Nealon walking to his car. And I was like, Nealon! And he turned around and Because mm-hmm. I do this thing sometimes, yeah. which is like my ballsy thing, but it doesn't. it's not going to lead anywhere. I pretend like I know famous people. Yeah. Because I know that I meet so many people that, like, I don't remember everyone. And so they meet, like, so many people. They're not going to know if they they did that. So I did this to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> he, like, hugged me. And I was like, Quentin, cute. You know, I did it to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Shook his hand. I'm like, Dave, how are you? Uh, and most recently, uh, Kevin Nealon. So I'm going to awesome. keep doing that. Yeah, that's funny. And like you know him. I always just introduce myself like I don't know who they are. Oh, okay. That's a different yeah. strategy. But you know what? You should be like, how are you? Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh my God, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're engaged. Yeah. Or whatever happens after that. Mine can only help. resume. I, I wouldn't want to marry you like that, Jack. No, no, I would not. Well, we went down the rabbit hole there, didn't we? We really did. Mm-hmm. We really did. Now I got to think about who I want to give give my resume to. Do you guys have any suggestions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Okay. I see yeah. how it is. See, my dog here, she didn't even get out. She didn't respond. Your dog is super cool. Thank you. Very chill. Baby. I like chill dogs. Yeah. I don't like... Not chill dogs. No offense. Yeah, she's 15, so that's why she's chill. It's awesome. That's crazy. When I was 15, I feel like I had more energy. I know. When I was 15, I was a dick. Were you? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I was like a super bitch. Like, and then I discovered weed, like, that same year. And you chilled out? And I totally chilled out, because I, you know, sorry, Mom, throwing you in the bus again, um, was like, you know what, y'all are better on the weed. (laughs) Me and my brother, we both were chill out. Wow. Weed babysitter. Yeah, pot, potheads and nerds are the only p- good people in high school, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. And at my school, a lot of the potheads like intersected into the other groups. Like you could be an athlete and a pothead. 
Yeah, I think so. I think that, well, I think, too, growing up in a place where there's not much to do. Like, yeah. I'm from Indiana, and, you know, I mean, it wasn't, like, the the farm country. It was, like, Indianapolis, yeah. like, the greater Indianapolis area. Yeah. And that's what people did. Like, yeah. and then when people got apartments, we'd just go and hang out. It was just, yeah. like, a lot of hanging out and just doing stuff. Yeah, that was the thing, is, like... I grew up in what is really considered a still a city, but yeah, like Tyler was very much small town and city because it's over like a hundred thousand people, like main hub of everything, like you know a mall, everything. But it's still so small towny and very suburban. So it's called Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, Texas. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's where the nation's roach. Yeah, where the roses come from, most of them. Oh, I thought you were going to say roaches. I was going to get so scared. Yeah, no, roaches. That reminds me, there was this time where in in college, in the city I lived in, in Bloomington, Indiana, we, like, the cicadas came in. Oh, yeah, those are scary. It was terrifying. It felt like the apocalypse, and no one else was scared of me. And the bugs, they would die so easily, but they were huge. Yeah, like, and they just make a lot of noise. It's, like, annoying. A lot of noise. They, like, fly near your car window and then just die. And, wow. Uh, I, I was, I didn't like it. I don't like cicadas. I don't like bugs. And I don't yeah. think they should get married. Okay. <laughs> Down with bugs. Yeah, I'm not really into bugs either. They're kind of dicks. Yeah, they're, they're invasive at yeah. best. You know, they just literally leech off of you. <laughs> Have you ever had a leech on you? I don't think so. When I think of leeches, I always think of the movie Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. That scene where he looks in his underwear and he's got a leech in there. That's what I always think of. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Stand By Me is part of a horrible joke I've been working on. Um, cause you know, priests, they're molesting little boys like left and right, um, as they've done for years apparently. And I'm like, you know, why don't they just have a straight up test to see if you're a child molester so you can not be a priest if you're a child molester. Hmm. All they have to do is ask one simple question. What's your favorite Stephen King movie? If they say stand by me, they're a child molester. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, that's a good test, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Now I think about it, why don't? Isn't there like a child molestation quiz that they should at least take? Yeah, something. You know, they don't flat out ask, but yeah. they'll like do background checks and stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's interesting because I I work with kids, and so before you work with kids, you got to get like fingerprinted, you got to like go through like get tested for stuff for tuberculosis and like do all this stuff see i didn't have to ever do any of that i always just had to do a background check like yeah i worked at equinox Equinox? in their daycare and then i worked um i work a lot of nickelodeon events and they just do a background check on me oh really yeah Yeah, i had to do all this stuff and so um but no one ever flat out asked you yeah you and the kids like that should be yeah like on the application or something yeah do you fuck kids? Oh, no. It's like, the answer should be no, but you'd be surprised. People, like, People think it's a test. Oh, my gosh. The answer should be no. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it should be. This is getting dark. This is weird. See, this... Disney is never going to hire me. Yeah, they could. No. To make an example out of you by firing you. Yeah. After finding an old tweet. Yep. Those bastards. I love James You think Gunn. you have any tweets that... 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure I have tons of horrible things out there, to be honest. Who's that near you? Me. What is that? It's a marijuana coupon. I'm getting texted. That's funny. Oh, my God. It's like I thought it was something Is it from your dispensary? No, I don't know what this is from, to be honest. I must have signed up for something. Yeah, it's called quality control, or sometimes these things change names. I don't know. My place always texts me. Yeah. Like sale. Yeah, I use Ease now. When uh, pretty good with uh, Greenlee. I like them. I like a lot of delivery services. Oh, delivery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't done that. Yeah, guys, if you're looking to sponsor some podcasts, this one's free. Ooh. All right. But yeah, if you want another plug, Ease, um, <laughs> you can. Uh, <laughs> Send me an email. There you go. Or Instagram, anything. Yeah. Whatever I'm around. I could use some money. Yeah. Give her some money. Yeah. I know. She's got to get some more toys in or here. Or just some free product. Because I just spend a lot of money. Go donate yeah. on her website. Yeah. Do you have a donate button? Uh, maybe. Alright. Yeah. So, speaking of websites, as we round out this... Uh, podcast here i think um do you have any final thoughts final thoughts deep thoughts with jack handy <laughs> final thoughts you know here's my final thought jerry springer status <laughs> i didn't get into all the depth of um the family stuff oh do you want that to that was just the surface yeah. not particularly i did that once yeah. on another podcast um do you want to look that one up but <laughs> the point is, the point I'm trying to make is that I am legit grateful for my upbringing. I think it made me a very unique person in, in terms of how I see things and relate to all different kinds of people. Yeah, that's me. Um, I'm able to see both sides of the situation because I grew up with my dad who was very much this liberal um you know, hate the man sort of person. And then I had my grandparents who were, you know, my mom's mom and stepdad who were extremely conservative, sort of the other side of the pendulum swing. So growing up with that turmoil and just certain things around you, you sort of see the good and bad and everything. Mm-hmm. And like you say, in some of these crazier things, like my dad, you know, marrying a crack whore and being insane. And <laughs> it's like, you know, I wouldn't be a comedian without all that. That's because if true. I were well-adjusted... I couldn't do this. Maybe, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I think there's something that happened to every comedian. It's yeah. fun to find out what that is. Um, yeah, so no regrets, even though I had control yeah. over none of it. And love your, hug your parents. Yeah, they're just people. And, they are. you know, love them or hate them, you just gotta understand. They're just people. They're doing their best, even if it's not very good. Yeah. At all. At all. At all. (laughs) Um, What else should I tell them? I I have a website. Yeah. Plug yourself here. Um, Go plug yourself. Plug (laughs) yourself. Like treat yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, I have a podcast that Mm Lucretia's going to do at some point called A Little Advice, where I give people advice on a problem they're having and then I ask them about their creative process sweet and because those things go together yeah <laughs> they really do problems and creativity oh I never thought of that yeah. I just really like to hear 
what people's mindsets are before they do something successful or how they create stuff, like what their process is, because it's hard for me to particularly like get um, motivated to write as much as I should. Yeah, same. So I like to hear what other people are doing. And there's this episode with KT Tatara, and I really liked his writing strategy. You want to hear that? But yeah, so a little advice. I'm I'm at the X Teen Little on Instagram and Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I have a podcast page, but I don't know that. I don't know what it is. It's through Libsyn. Oh, yeah. Do you know how to find that? No. Like, I just tell people to go to iTunes. Okay, go (laughs) to iTunes. Yeah. Or Google Play or whatever. Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, and all the platforms. Google Play. No. Google Play. This one's on, like, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those. I don't know how to do iHeartRadio, but I'm on Spotify. Yeah. iHeartRadio, you just have to fill out a form. Is it like iTunes and Google Play? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I Same didn't even deal. know that was one I needed to do. See, yeah. I'm very new at this. Yeah, I watched other people and, you know, just started doing what they did. And I'm like, I guess it's working. There's so probably someone do. listening to this. Who's listening to this? Raise yeah. your hand. Yeah. Is that her? You're listening to this? Are you listening, doggy dog? Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, have I you, guess. Have you seen this, like memes or like things that people make up names for the celebrities like Cardi B's oh, yeah. Cardigan Backyardigan. What? Yeah, and then Snoop Dogg is Snoopered Doggeth or something <laughs> like Ice Cubicle. Oh, like, that's just, funny. Those are so funny. Sorry. But what were you saying? I was just gonna throw my tag out there um, since I think this is the end of the it's Bright the Side end. of Fucked Up Families. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. (laughs) See you next Tuesday. Oh, I get it. So, there's this new podcast you guys should totally be listening to. It's called Dead Inside. It's got myself, Lucretia Lyon, and... Jacqueline Pissarro. And we talk about a lot of effed up stuff. That uh, you're absolutely enjoy and laugh at, like murder. And uh, serial killers. And um, we speak with other comics, and we talk to other t- different types of personalities. Yeah, and personality disorders. That um, we point out in other people and in ourselves. Because we're full of it. <laughs> Yeah, so guys, Dead Inside has new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.